Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. WQAD Podcast Network. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Dazzo and the Degenerates. Place your bets. Your Quad Cities Sports Gambling Podcast. This week's best plays, last week's bad beats, and most importantly, a whole bunch of winners. I know my name's in the title, guys, but I don't expect to carry the load every week. I'm kind of the face. You guys are supposed to be the smart guys. I think we're ready to move on to this, <laughs> uh, this coming week, aren't we, Stroop? No, no, no. Oh, yeah. It's, let him glow for a second, I guess. Yeah, you, more than a second. Uh, three and one for me. Seven and one in my last two weeks, feeling great. And I wish I could give you guys more picks throughout the weekend because I just get better as the weekend goes. I think personally I was six and one this weekend, so it was about time. So basically the moral of your story is fade me big time this week because I'm so due for a bad week. Yeah, uh, I don't know, though. You've been you've been hitting, and a lot of the stuff that we haven't been given out of the top four has also been coming through. So it's kind of take... This whole podcast, it's really just kind of take what, what you think is when you're listening to it, and then, uh, you know, if you kind of agree with us, uh, go with it. Or if you don't, uh, you can choose the other side as well. Stroop, I know you're already getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving. You're not in Colorado this week. You're, you're already in the motherland right now? You're in Vegas? I'm in the motherland. I'm where it all began. I'm in Las Vegas. So, uh, yeah, it, I've, I've already gotten after a little bit, and it's always fun. Uh, you guys get to at least you have a chance if you wanted to. I know you use the app a lot, but it is fun when you actually have cash that is changing hands. Uh, the unfortunate thing is that so far the only cash that's changed hands is me giving it to them. So, but I am in Vegas. It is Vegas used to be the gambling capital of the world before Iowa got rolling this year? It's been it's been passed <laughs> to us, hasn't it? It's been that the the, the the torch has been passed to Iowa. Like Iowa's the new Vegas, I think. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, you know, we never brought it up. We just had an election in Colorado and we need life that supposedly uh, May first is the date for Colorado, so haven't hasn't Illinois haven't haven't they legalized it, Pete? Yeah, yeah, I think there's a I was reading about it here a couple weeks ago. I think there is a like a monthly meeting of some sort and i believe they're going to try to i think there's another one coming up here in early december that there should be some um some sort of ruling or some rules that they're going to go by uh instead of quick dragging the peaks i know indiana and iowa has it so they've been taking all those customers yeah. or potential customers so far god knows the state of illinois could use some money so <clears throat> just another thing they 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 struggle with so um, Stroop, you'll be in you'll be in the good state of iowa in what two weeks yeah, yeah. yeah so that'll be, well, be, uh, I, I, I think it might be three. Three weeks. Yeah, well, that'll be an all day, all day, all weekend in the casino doing some gambling, sports. Yeah, which and casino wants to have us? That's the question. Which casino wants to have Dazzo and the Degenerates? We bring your crowd. I think we could probably do a, a, a podcast on site, I think. Couldn't we? No, we could because we're all there. I have a little portable one. 
Let's, yeah. We'll make some phone calls, see what happens. So, do you guys want to recap last week on how you guys do, or you just want to move on? Uh, I'm ready just to move you on. Did, not, you, not you a gr- Every game I play is freaking... It, it's so frustrating. I, I I'd rather just have I'd rather take a team like Maryland get beat by 106 than take uh, some of the stuff that I like. I had the Lions last week. They're up. I mean, they're down early, then got up in the end of the game and just couldn't punch a touchdown in, then couldn't stop anybody. And Jeff Driscoll started throwing the ball to the other team. <laughs> that sort of deal. So you, hold on, you two idiots combined to bet on the Lions and Maryland. <laughs> a Staffordless Lions in Maryland football. That's what you told our people to put. A, you guys owe us an apology. They put they put lines on these games. So what did they want to do for them? <laughs> um, Stroop, do you want to talk about your only win, or do you want to just move on? Do I want to say that one more time? I'm sorry. Do you, I love how you've changed it from "I can't hear you" to a very polite "I can't." I could you please say that one more time? Do you want to talk about your only win you had last weekend, or would you like to move on? That's me being mean, by the way. Uh, we can just go on. Uh, what was my, my one win was under in the Bears. You know what? You could probably play the under in the Bears uh, for the next two years as long as Mitch is around. We'll, it'll cover a lot. No, they're going to make the playoffs. Mitch is good. Stop it. Um, hey, 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 let's not get into that because no. if you look at the standings, and I know it's a long shot, but the only one really standing in the Bears' way right now is Minnesota. The the only ones standing in the way of the Bears are the Bears because they're not a very good football team. And here's the thing, and I'm not making up numbers they were talking about on on the score. Um, the Bears have a 2% chance of making the playoffs right now. If they beat the Lions, it goes up to 3 If they beat Dallas the following week, it goes up to 5%. Like the, So they could win three straight games, and they'd still have a 5% chance of, of getting the playoffs. So let's put that to rest. We know that you're a... Uh, uh, you're feeling pretty good when you get on text messages and start start talking about that. But that's that's a great segue. Um, do we start with the NFL since it's Thursday? Yeah, I think so. That's Thur- Thursday NFL um, on Thanksgiving. It's a tradition. It's a tradition in the Randazzo household. Although I'm trying to explain to my 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 ten year old at least that winning isn't a good thing right now, and he doesn't get that. And I get it because we don't like the Bears. So this is one game that we'll probably be rooting for the Lions no matter what. But um, it is Bears at Lions. Um, I don't know how much we can definitively say about this. It sounds like that that um, Jeff Driscoll practiced today, which is crazy that I'm even sitting here saying that that's a good thing. But if <laughs> it's David Blau, Blow? I, we were just talking. I think he's the I, not, last name sounds like the Purdue, Purdue quarterback. quarterback but I don't yeah. know who it is. But, I mean, that's it's a it's a pretty bad situation for the Lions. They have a lot of other injuries on both sides of the football. If they're smart, they're in tank mode. But with that being said, it is Thanksgiving. It's one of the it's the last game that the Lions will have fans in the stands because it's a tradition. People go there, they're going to cheer, they're gonna to want to see the Lions win on Thanksgiving. They have that going in their in their favor, I guess. They have the fact that Mitch Trubisky plays for the other team going in their favor. But the line right now is two and a half. And I know you guys are jumping on the bit to to get on that. You might be making a trip to Iowa tonight. Yeah, I think the line's now up to three. Three. We're doing this late on a Tuesday night, so yeah, it's jumping to three. It looks like it's heading towards the three and a half. And just like you said, I, the Lions are just be, they're a beat up team right now. Driscoll, I, I would assume he's going to play. The reason I really like the Bears here is one, the Bears think they have a kind of an outside chance at the playoffs, along with uh, Stroop. They're probably the only two <laughs> two people or two groups of people that think that. Uh, the other thing is when they first played Jeff Driscoll. I don't think they had any any knowledge of him. Uh, now that they have a game under their belt with them, also some film, I think that really plays into the Bears' favor. And the real Jeff Driscoll uh, stood up last week and would he throw a three pick? So I think uh, I think that's headed down the roller coaster pretty quick. But so 
yeah, bears for me. Before we go to Strooper, what is the over-under? Do we know? Yeah, it's a 38-and-a-half, and actually the, the under really scares me because I do think that bears can, uh, can put up some points. Um, I wouldn't doubt, and the, the thing that really worries me is special teams. Um, and, and bears, obviously, defense-wise, scoring touchdowns. Um, I'm going to make this one of my plays of the week. I won't talk about it just yet, but but I, I do want to get that over down on a tease. You can bring it down to 32 and a half. I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't take much to get to 32 and a half. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to talk about this game much. Very much. And, and that, and, uh, I think Mitch owns Detroit, doesn't he, Stroop, of late? <laughs> yeah, he does. He, does. he, he really does. He's he only walked to him once, right? Yeah, maybe yeah, something like that. I mean, that. he's probably yeah. going for he's probably going for 303 touch th- touchdowns this week, so. Oh, absolutely. Jump aboard the train. Um, I'm not even gonna, there's no reason. This is depressing because this is like a my favorite holiday is probably Thanksgiving I because can't hear you, so you can turn me up. Uh, damn it, can you hear me now? Yeah, are you are you talking trash about No, I'm just saying I'm not going to even I'm not even going to deal with this game because it's depressing because it's like a my favorite holiday and it's the Lions and football and it's what I look forward to and I really have no interest. I might go outside if it's nice out and throw the football around with the kids because I'm not going to – as long as Matthew Stafford's out, there's no reason to even talk about this game. And if you guys want to start bragging about Mitch Trubisky, God bless you. That's like, yell, that's like bragging that you're the tallest midget. I mean, good, good luck to that. So, yeah, I wouldn't touch – I'm not – yeah, I guess if I'm gambling, I would lean towards the Bears. I'm not going to bet on the Bears. I hate them. I'm, I'm a Lions fan, so – um, do what you will with the game, and uh, you guys can talk about your your pick and all that kind of stuff coming up. But I won't I won't be touching this one. Other games on on Thanksgiving that we do want to talk about: Bills at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are seven point favorites. Um, the NFL is one of those things where if you think you think something after one week, the opposite will change. And if you're in trouble one week and you're a decent football team, usually you'll flip the script the next week. Um, Dallas didn't look good offensively against New England. Um, their defense looked okay. But after the game, Jerry Jones rips the coaching staff, rips the players, rips everything that's going on. They go home on Thanksgiving. It's a tradition for them. They're taking on a Bills team that I know has been playing really well. They're 8-3 and three maybe, 7-3, seven 7-4, seven something like that. So they're a decent football team. But the, I, I, this is one of those games I think Dallas gets healthy. I wouldn't touch the 7. I mean, if you want to buy it down to 6.5, if you want to play that game on its own, that's fine. Honestly, when I started looking at lines – Sunday night, Monday morning when they came out, the, the the first thing that popped out to me was the Dallas Cowboys would be putting a money line parlay for me coming up on Thanksgiving, and that's my plan because I think they win the football game. I don't know if they win by seven or more, but they have to win this football game at home, and, and the Bills aren't that good of a football team, are they? No, nah, I mean, Bills are a team you kind of don't really trust. The offense, you never know what you're going to get here. Dallas, though, Dallas hasn't beaten a good team yet. They haven't beaten a, a winning team yet this year. I think this, the seven kind of feels high. I don't really want to touch it with Buffalo. Um, yeah, this, this game has kind of that tease written all over it with Dallas uh, kind of needing this win. The other thing that stands out is, to me anyways, is the over-under of 45-and-a-half just feels like a high number um, with these two teams. Buffalo's kind of a you know going to play it probably in the – in the upper teens, low twenties type of game, but uh, for my playing, I'd, I mean, I'd have to lean Dallas in a tease. Um, just the obvious Thursday, the obvious Thursday tease. Um, Stroop, what do you got? Well, 
I, I, I'm going to say Dallas shouldn't be laying seven points to uh, to to the Bengals at this point. I, I don't think they're that good. I don't think the NFC is very good. Um, I'll take seven points all day long with the Bills. So uh, I'm going to bet that uh, betting the Bills. Um, I may, if you guys convince me on Thanksgiving morning to put Dallas into a tease, I may lean that way. Um, I think it's an okay bet. Uh, but seven points of the Bills may be the way to go. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. You're not crazy if you're if you're gonna have to play the game. Getting seven points from a, in the NFL in general, if you're a decent football team, isn't isn't a bad thing. So, um, but yeah, I would say either take the plus seven or or or, or money line parlay. I'll be parlaying it. We'll and in fact, I'll probably be parlaying with the next game we'll talk about because New Orleans goes to Atlanta. I know it's. This is a game that, and I'll let you guys talk about it a little more, but when that when I heard that was the game, and it's at Atlanta and I don't care, um, I know that they lost, I mean, Atlanta beat the Saints pretty good two, three weeks ago at New Orleans, and I thought this line would be a lot higher. I mean, the line was nine and a half against Carolina. I figured Atlanta, I don't care where it's at, was going to be nine, nine and a half, ten. It's only at seven. That surprised me off the bat. I wouldn't mind laying the seven and just watching the Saints roll Atlanta. They're not a good football team. They just lost at home to Tampa Bay, and and badly, too. It wasn't close. A late touchdown made it a 13-point game or something like that. So I would lay the seven with the Saints and feel fine with it. With that being said, this just yells and screams Dallas versus the Saints. This is how my Thanksgiving will go. I'll begrudgingly watch the Lions and Bears and just... get pissed off when stupid people text me and then I will watch Dallas and I'll play this parlay Dallas and the Saints and if Dallas somehow doesn't win then I'll be okay to head over and I'll probably make a phone call because I won't be able to get over the bridge but I'll make a phone call to a friend I'll be in Iowa there you go I'll be calling Pete and saying uh go ahead and put some more of my account on um on the Saints minus I'll probably buy it down to six and a half because no reason to be on the seven number but that's how my progression will go one of my plays this week will be the Dallas and the Saints money line parlay yeah, so the way I look at this game, yeah, just like you said, New Orleans was, uh, what were we, three weeks ago? They were a 14-point home favorite to Atlanta. Now it's down to seven flipping, flipping uh, venues, obviously. I don't see New Orleans being that team that wins. What do they end up winning, maybe? If they win 12 games, I, I can't see two of their losses being to the, the shitty Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, just like I said, Atlanta got beat up by Tampa last week. This game, I mean, it, yeah, it's... It's a, to me, it's a bet on New Orleans or nothing, but this is going to be – this is a dangerous Thursday because there are going to be a lot of people with a two-team teaser of <laughs> Dallas and New Orleans. Yeah. And Are you saying that I'm, the, I'm the dumb public is what you're saying? I, there's going to be a lot of people in that boat. I mean, I don't know which other way. You, it's, it just screams. It's obvious. I think and there's going to be that's three why, people uh, on this, that boat that are yeah. doing the podcast right I, now. I hate doing it right – I said to you guys – Yesterday, I, I hate it just because I know it's so obvious. Yeah, so the public bet, but it's also it makes way too much sense not to do it. Here's the thing, too. It's something that seemed really obvious last week that we st- I stayed away from. I actually ended up betting them in a uh, in a tease, but the uh, the the Ravens seemed like minus three was weird. You know, we talked about it all 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 season long about if it stinks or doesn't make sense, stay away or think about it. And that's why I didn't just lay the three points with the Ravens. And with that being said, the Ravens were the better team and absolutely killed it. So sometimes it does make sense, and hopefully those are one of those times. Um, Stroop, what do you think of the nightcap on Thanksgiving? Uh, 
I just it, it scares me. Atlanta, we I've been off on Atlanta all, all year long. If you remember back when we started in the like week two or week one, it, it just has gone south. And every time I pick against them, they win or could they cover and vice versa. Um, but you know damn well I'm going to be playing that game, and and I I guess I'm going to have to do this tease, but this tease stinks. It, it smells like Vegas wants everybody to do a tease. And they're going to laugh all the way to the bank, but uh, it only makes sense. I mean, who are you going to play? Atlanta, really? Don't play bad football teams. Yeah, right now you can get, I see the Saints pulling up right now, minus seven at even. So if you took them to. Turn me up. If you took them down to six and a half, you could get them at minus 115. So that's a pretty. Might even be the, the way to go. If we're, the, if we're so high in the, or so high on the Saints, because I don't think anyone's worried about the Saints. I think you're worried about. Dallas, Dallas shit in the bed. Yeah. That's why my whole thing is all. That's my backup plan. My backup plan is the minus six and a half, to, minus one. I guess yeah. If, if that happens, just double down and uh, root for the best. And then if they what'll happen is they'll win by six or they'll yeah. win by five because they could give two. That was back. That's the thing when you do a minus six and a half. I get it and gets you to where you need to be with a a seven point victory. But the scary thing is when it's a thirteen point game with like two minutes to go and they they score and and and, and get that that extra point to to kill you. So. Um, that's the Thanksgiving rundown. The other, we'll stay in the NFL and talk some some more NFL. And and the first game that we'll we'll chat about is the Pats and the um, Houston Texans. That game's in Houston. It's minus three for the New England Patriots. I, I don't know if we learned anything about New England last week because their offense struggled, but it was a tough conditions to play in. the The Texans defense isn't that good without. Without uh, without JJ Watt, they're 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 beat up a lot. My my theory is the I mean right, the Patriots right. I mean, it, but that line again doesn't make sense because this seems like an easy play and, and toss some money on the Patriots. Yeah, it's a Sunday night game. Um, I don't I don't know what to think about Houston at all. So right when I this happens every year with me. Every time I jump in and buy into Houston, then they go ahead and Baltimore murdered them. Uh, they snuck by Indy. Per, Probably should have even could have lost that game at home. Uh, whenever it's, whenever the Pats are only giving up to three points, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take someone against the Pats and only get a field goal. I need more than that field goal to feel comfortable. So this would be a Pats play for me. Stroop, what do you think? I think you know you brought up a great point there. I think when the Pats are three or below, you, you jump on the Pats almost every single game. It, 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 for, for, for the whole season, that has paid off. I guarantee you, if you look at it, it's paid off. However, you, when they're over three, so and, and maybe three and a half is all right because you buy it down. Once you start teeter-tottering the fours and the fives, that's when you tease the Pats. So I, I, I love Pats. I just, they're, they're a team you've rolled with. I've rolled with them all year long, and I'm waiting for them to screw me, and they don't. Each and every week, somehow we pull it off, and I'm sure the week that they lost, we, we lost money or I lost money. But, uh, but gosh, man, minus three, let's just keep it rolling. Um, I'm going to throw one in here. That I don't know if you guys had in your rundown, but um, the Niners, who were the second most impressive team last weekend, had a cross country to go to Baltimore, who was by far the most impressive team. Um, the Niners are getting six points on the road at Baltimore. Both teams coming off of emotional primetime victories. I'm trying to figure out which way to even think on this, but 
boy, I don't know if I can bet against Lamar Jackson right now in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they're on fire right now. The last, what, four games at least, they've been, uh, even they, they beat Seattle, so you're looking back to five games. I mean, they're throwing up 30-plus points a game, 40 in each of their last three games. Um, yeah, they're a, that's a tough team to bet against right now. I, I'd feel more comfortable, though, looking at that. I'd feel more comfortable with taking the six points and and uh, San Fran. I mean, San Fran's obviously once once they got Kittle and Sanders back and bolstered that offense a little bit, they're they're uh, a tough team to handle as well. So this is kind of like yeah, probably the two hottest teams in the NFL. You take the Pats out out of the equation, and um, you know, two of the top teams right now. A normal person would say, "Hey, this is a really good football game. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it." Stroop's not a normal person. He's a degenerate. So we won't have to worry about him saying that. How are you going to play this game? Well, I, I absolutely, you guys got a piece of this yesterday. Um, uh, I love the Ravens. And, and, and you want to hear something crazy, and I, and I just looked it up. The Ravens are actually on Sportsbook um, as far as, uh, obviously, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, over book. Um, <laughs> is that what it, what's it called? I'm drawing a blank. Offshore. 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 There you go. <laughs> um, actually, Ravens now are favored to win the Super Bowl. So they're three to one. Um, uh, Patriots are plus three seventy five. Now I haven't checked that in a while. I thought Patriots were up there uh, for most of the year. Um, I actually have a little money on the Saints, but no. Um, the Ravens are, in my opinion, the team to beat. The, the problem is, is I beat Terry. They're really young with Lamar and uh, that whole entire team. And obviously, the Patriots are well groomed, and all they got to do is get by them. But, uh, but with that said, uh, yeah, we're going to play. I'm going to keep playing the Ravens. I mean, it's almost like a play uh, now. Actually, what's really scary about this that it reminds me a lot of the Chiefs last year. Um, except for one thing, the Chiefs D has never been really that good uh, with Mahomes. And Ravens are—they're put together all over the board. So no way you can against them. Let's put it that way. Um, is it? Is there something to be said? I mean, we learned a lot about the Ravens on on Monday night, whatever it was. But isn't it? Didn't we learn more about the Rams? Yeah, I don't think the. I mean, the I Rams thought, learned a lot about the Rams when they played the Bears. That was just—they're—they're they're not good. Jared Goff's not good. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't. No, it's, 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 I don't mean to interrupt, but, but this is, I know that it's crazy talk, and I'm halfway kidding. In fact, I'm like 90% when I say the Bears make Super Bowl. But if you look at everybody who's behind them, there's absolutely no reason. If Mitch did catch fire, if Mitch started throwing on target 80% of the time, uh, you, you mean to tell me that Minnesota? Minnesota is a team that almost got beat by, by the Broncos. They're not that good. They're, they're susceptible to losses. That's why I kid around about the Bears making the playoffs, because the Rams suck. They're terrible. The Bears should have beat the Rams. But they, they, but they, they didn't, though. And they, I think that's the biggest problem is they're not very good either. Like, it's, it, it's hard. To, I'm not trying to be a jerk. But, like, you can't say if, if, if they didn't have the worst quarterback in the league, they'd be good. Like, that's a very important position, and the guy's very bad. I get, I get what you're saying, but, but what I'm saying is, is with the defense that we have and the, the ability for them, if they did start scoring points like they have in the past. <laughs> no, more Bears play, no more Bears playoff talk. The Bears playoff talk stopped right. a couple weeks ago. <laughs> 
don't even know where to go with this. If you think there's a 2% chance that they make the playoffs, you should be putting everything on them this week. Because if you believe there's any chance at all, then they're obviously they have to win this week. This and they're playing a team that's, that's terrible. Um, okay, well, that being said, um, I, I wanted to talk about a couple more quick games in the NFL. Um, the Vikings and Seahawks out in Seattle on Monday night. That's a heck of a place to play in primetime on a Monday night. I know you hate Kirk Cousins. Um, he's been playing great. Um, but this, come on, like three points? That, that seems, yeah, I mean, you're, you're betting on Russell Wilson at home against Kirk Cousins, just that matchup itself. And the, the Seattle defense has been really good, and their running game's good too. Two good football teams. Two teams are a lot better than Adams Bears, but two teams that'll be in the playoffs, it should be a good game. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be one of the better games of the whole week, obviously. And then leading into Monday night, that place is going to be mayhem. It's not a no way would I be taking the Vikes on the road. Like you said, my Kirk Cousins thoughts. Um, no way am I taking them in this game. I think three, I could see this game getting to three and a half where. Um, it's probably a get on early if you want that three number. Strooper, what do you got? Oh, it's uh, Seahawks. I, I just told you how bad Minnesota was. So, <laughs> so Seattle's winning this game. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to take them or lay you know lay points, but but I'm definitely not going to bet on Minnesota. Um, last one in the NFL. Can I get your guys' thoughts on the Titans and the Colts? Because it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. What was that? It was that. A, Just, uh, yeah. yeah, but with this with this division, it always seems like it's a three point line with every single team, and the team that you don't th- that that comes in not playing well or coming off a loss always beats the team that's coming off a victory, and it's at Indianapolis. I think the Colts are a good play here. If you, it's a minus three for the Colts. If you buy it down to two and a half. It just seems to make sense to me, and, and I kind of want to play it as one of my plays, but I kind of want to get some affirmation from the degenerates that I'm not a complete idiot, and I don't know if I'm going to get any from a guy who just went, Ugh. I, What I would bet on this game is I would took, take the win margin and find where that three is and take that. That'd be my bet on this game. I don't know what odds you'd get on it, but the win margin in these games, you're, you're better off just it's actually a good idea. sticking with the three. Stroop, what do you have on this game? Any thoughts at all? You know, I don't I, – I, You've asked me this every single week, and I don't know what it is about the Colts. I, I can't I can't even guess on these games. I really can't. And it's like a crapshoot, and sometimes you're so confident about it, so I'm just going to trust you. Uh, I, I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm confident about it or not, but I think it might be make. Oh, boy, we'll see. Because, yeah, I mean, two weeks ago it was the, the right play. I didn't like them last week, but for some reason in that division, when you think you have anything figured out, I mean, the Titans have won two straight, right? Three straight, something like that? Yeah, They've they're been playing to, really good football. Both, both teams and are know, six and five right now. I know right Tannehill's now. playing better, but it's like that kind of thing. If, if you're not a really good football team, the, the, the Titans aren't a good football team. Average to bad football teams, average teams – in the NFL, don't win three games in a row. It's just that's what the league is. Unless you're elite, you're not going to put together three, four, five game winning streaks. The Titans are due to lose. The Colts need this victory in a big time way at home. I wish they had Merlin Mack, but I'm going to almost convince myself into playing this game too. So yeah, you're kind of right on that. I mean, this is we're in week. Well, this is the twelfth game for these teams. It's you take a loss here, and it's pretty much curtains on your season if, going six and six i will say this and not to piss pete off again but if the bears win the afc then we could have the bears playoff discussion yeah we could They're just in the nfc i'm not i'm the... not here for that though i'll, I'll <laughs> You're put my headphones put... down if that's gonna be and go home um so that's nfl um am i missing anything do you guys a game that you guys want to talk about did you guys uh, yeah. go ahead Stripper. yeah I'll, I'll throw it out uh 
I'm sorry, did you say me or not? No, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You're just extremely okay. loud for a second. These late-night podcasts are, are something. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, uh, I'm not going to bet it, and I don't recommend betting it. But uh, I remember when Miami got their first win, and I said, if this is the week, Miami, uh, if that you're going to bet on Miami, bet on Miami because they're going to win, and they won. And I'm going to tell you that if you want to play the odds, the Bengals are the play this week against the Jets. They're getting three and a half points. Go ahead and take the three and a half points. But I think they win this week. So that's the only game. I'm not going to play it. I'm not telling anybody to play it, but... I would I would tell you that the Bengals will win this week. I'll tell you what that that line makes no sense. So you're probably right. Andy Dalton's that, that back, line, I think, this week, but not the, not that he's moving the line much. But I think I know, he's a competent. I mean, not competent, but he's not the worst quarterback. He's a, in he's the a league. starting quarterback. He can on play. Yeah, teams. he can play well at, at some games. Do they get AJ Green back? I don't know what the deal with him is. He's I don't know. Is he dead? Ever. Did he die? He might as well be. Foot may have fallen off. Um, so, but that's so. Let's talk some some college football. And um, uh, last week, the Iowa Hawkeyes got the job done against Illinois. The Illini covered the spread. We'll talk about both those teams right now. Um, Iowa has another rivalry game. So three straight big time rivalry games in a row. Um, this time, they, I'm trying to think of who they had before that. They, who, they was Wisconsin before that. So it's been it's been a a, 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 a gauntlet for Iowa. And now they go on the road to Nebraska. I guess it's a rivalry. The, the numbers behind this series is Iowa's won four straight. They've won five out of the last six, and they've won three straight at Lincoln where they go to. Um, Nebraska feels really good right now. Um, they need to win this game to become bowl eligible. If they don't become bowl eligible, it'll be the last. There'll be str- three straight years they don't play in a bowl game. And I saw it today. It's the first time since, like, 1951 they've gone in that stretch without playing in a bowl game. So, and with that said, though, they I, for some reason I think in the last three years they they were five and seven and played in the bowl game as a five and seven team. But with that that said, basically it, they this has been a, a bad year for Nebraska. It's been a bad stretch for Nebraska. They need to win this football team game. They hate Iowa. It seems like when this rivalry started, being in this in this area in this state. Nebraska wasn't that big of a deal. There wasn't a huge rivalry. It's grown, and I think it's grown on the Nebraska side of things. I think Iowa was interested in playing it and kind of wanted to make it a rivalry, and Nebraska, I think, thought that they were they were too good for the Hawkeyes, and now it's kind of been the opposite. So big game. Um, Iowa goes there. They're laying five and a half. I believe it opened at three and a half. So um, with that being said, you guys can start chatting about this game as well. Pete, I guess we'll start with you. So we were talking a little bit, and my first thought is is definitely Iowa. And then everyone looks at Nebraska. Oh, they won last week, big score, well, fifty-four to seven over Maryland. Before that, lost to Wisconsin, lost to Purdue, lost to Indiana at home. Minnesota whooped them. They beat Northwestern they thirteen to ten at home. And this is it's not a good team. No, it's not. Don't let one week against a, a garbage team fool you. Um, Let me hop in real quick. Isn't that? Don't you think that's why when the spread came out at minus three, that it quick three three and a half, that it quickly got up to minus five and a half. Yeah, I mean you're getting over those key three, you know that four number two, and then five and a half is kind of just that middle middle range. And I, I know I know what's I know Adam might talk to this a little more, but isn't Nebraska um, a popular team to bet on too? I mean, I would I would think, but I mean, the, Iowa is just a they're. You know, I think probably a couple of weeks ago, yeah, this line would have been much higher than than the three and a half or, or four points. Um, but yeah, this to me is an an Iowa Iowa play. 
Okay, Super, what do you got? You know, I think this one, at this point, because, and you mentioned it, the value went way far down uh, really quickly. Um, it, this is a tease bet. I, I don't know that you really want to play points here. I'm with you, though. <laughs> you know, you talk about this rivalry. I think this is something that Nebraska fans made up in their head. because, And, and, and I get it. We can go back to the beginning of, the, of when they started playing in the Big Ten, and I'm sure you can tell me that maybe it's even a 500 game where I was one 500 um, and vice versa. But I, I just – I think it's laughable. This seems bad, and, and, and I feel like they've just gotten worse year after year. And, and I know I'm probably wrong because I don't really follow Nebraska too much, but I mean, you can tell me all about how I'm wrong there. I, I just it, It's just funny that I think that these guys are – sorry, that these guys think this is a rivalry. Yeah, it's, 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 become a, a, a more, it's become more of a heated rivalry, especially in the last few years. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you're, Pete's exactly right. Iowa's the better football team. Iowa does give up a lot of yards. I mean, they, they Illinois ran the football against them. They moved the football against them. If you go back and look at all their games recently, Minnesota's done the same. Wisconsin's done the same. Iowa's been a bend-don't-break defense. Statistically, Iowa's one of the better defenses, well, in, in college football. But then historically, statistically, they're right up there with some of the best you don't really see it week to week when it comes to to the yardage that they give up. They do a good job of keeping people out of the red zone um, or out of the end zone, I should say, not out of the red zone. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to play Iowa in some type of money line parlay. Um, I'll stay off it and just kind of enjoy a Black Friday and, and watch the game. If Iowa wins, they go to nine and three. They're probably looking at the Holiday Bowl. If uh, if Nebraska wins, they get to six wins. Maybe they're going to Detroit. I think something like that. But they probably get a little Maybe better win than that. Bowl or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So um, that's the the thoughts with Iowa and Nebraska. It's a one thirty kick um, Friday on Big Ten Network. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you put it on here or not, but I'll. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we did. Uh, Northwestern and Illinois. This one's an interesting one to me because this one opened up with Northwestern as a 10.5-point favorite. It's down... Dog. Uh, dog, excuse me, dog. It's down to 8.5. I mean, everyone knows the story about Illinois. They're bowl eligible at six victories. They can get to seven victories with a, with a win over Northwestern. I was kind of surprised that Northwestern stayed as close to Minnesota as they did last week. I know it was probably a bigger spread at one point, but it ended up being a 12-point victory for 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 uh, for Minnesota. But with that being said, I, I gained a lot of respect for Illinois last week and what they did, and they came to, to Kinnick Stadium, and if they don't make the mistakes that they made and turn the ball over, that's a, that's a, that's a, a very close football game. If Iowa scores more touchdowns instead of field goals, it, it could be the opposite. So, um Pete, go ahead. I guess it, this is—it's hard because I really—I don't want to lay the points with Illinois. I just, I just don't trust them still. Um, Do you trust them to put them in a money line parlay, like or tease them down to whatever under a field goal? God. But that's—I I, I really want to do it, but I—I'm I, going to for be some so reason I'm just worried off. about Illinois because you don't bet. Illinois is a hard team to bet, obviously, since they haven't won in however long now. Um, God, but Northwestern is so awful. They're so awful, but I don't know that I that I trust Illinois fully. Like I'd I'd feel bad if it's You're, like if it's one o'clock on Saturday and they're down, you know, like twenty three to thirteen. It's like what did I just do? Why did I take this team? And you know, then you're grinding out the fourth quarter. We've watched Northwestern. We've bet on Northwestern and against Northwestern. We've taken the under against Northwestern. They're a bad football team. I think Pat Fitzgerald's a good coach, but I'm right with you. Like, if I sit there on, on, on Saturday and I get mad because the only thing that can ruin this turnaround by Illinois is to lose this game. 
They win four games. I don't even think the loss in Iowa City. They they didn't get embarrassed. They lost sixty three to nothing last year. They lose by by less than ten points. I mean that that, that doesn't ruin anything. They lost to a top twenty team on the road. But if they come home and they lose to a very bad Northwestern team, that doesn't undo everything they did. But man, yeah, that's... people spin zone it as far as all oh, we they made a bowl six wins. But yeah, it should be a complete black eye if they end up losing this game. Yeah, um, Stroop, what are your numbers and boxes? We haven't heard of your boxes lately. What do your boxes say? Well, this is tough because Illinois is at home. They're they're laying eight and a half, so the box is to be checked. And I always like the home dogs, um, so I'll, I'll always point those out. You know, I also think that over the course of the season, we start looking at favorites, and, and we've seen it in the NFL where we go, you know what, let's just bet the favorite, and, and it's not always a bad thing. I think early on it's a bad thing. Uh, there's overreactions and whatnot. Um, that said, you guys hit the nail on the head. Um, I, I do think that this is either a bet on Illinois uh, laying the points or you don't bet it at all. Now, I'm not going to bet it at all. Um, if you think Northwestern is going to cover, just bet them money line i really do i don't think the point spread is going to matter in this game i think illinois kills them or they lose and and i i doubt they lose but i don't trust illinois do we know and 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 i don't know if you guys even know do we know how brandon peters is did he clear our concussion and stuff he got lit up at the end of the game a a controversial targeting call that wasn't made, so I'm curious if he even plays because I think their backup quarterback is dog crap. Yeah, that could be the reason the two point drop too. I, I don't. I mean, there, there's no right now. I think most of the money's on Illinois as it is, so it kind of would people, only make sense one, on injury. One person who says he's really good at gambling says he loves Illinois to just absolutely destroy Northwestern, and it makes a lot of sense. So. Um, I don't think it'll be any of my plays that we do coming up here in just a little bit. Um, other college games that we'll kind of chat about and, and look at, um, we'll start with, I guess, all, I don't have the list in front of me, but Alabama and Auburn. I don't know if it was on the list, but um, it's at Auburn. It should be on the list if it's not. Um, that's a three-and-a-half-point favorite for for Alabama at Auburn. Iron Bowl, big rivalry. Tua's not playing. He's out for the year. They looked really good, scored 66 points without him. Is that a product of the opponent? Is that a product of, of just it's Alabama and they got a bunch of skill players around them and they got you have to have a good court you have to have a good second or backup quarterback right you're Alabama he's called, he's, you're freaking Alabama yeah, start next year yeah right? so um, with that being said Pete what do you think um, so my my thing here with Auburn is they played they've had a, a murderer's row schedule Georgia LSU Florida um, of the top teams and uh, Knicks that hasn't got them to twenty points in any of those three games. I don't see why he would do that now against a, an Alabama defense. The thing is, Alabama, yeah, they lost Tua, but they still have a ridiculous receiving core, still got skill players all over the field. Um, this will be in Alabama. I would probably go minus three, minus 120, just to take it under the, take that hook off of it. But I have, I feel c- confident in Alabama winning this game by more than three points. Stroop, what do you got? Uh, you know, in. You guys can disagree with me because I'm not that confident on this one, but uh, I like the over. It's down to 50. Um, 50 in college football is not hard to get. I get the whole two a problem, but as you guys mentioned, uh, the the backup for Alabama, I'm sure, is a four-star, five-star, and, 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 and it's probably pretty decent. Um, and and I, I just – this game always turns into a shootout. Now, maybe I, – I still think – if you're going to play a team, then you play Auburn at home. But but why? Why not have fun? 
uh, and just watch this game go over. Um, that'd be my play, and I may lean that way if I have money, a uh, little fun money to play with. Um, otherwise, I think I'd just watch it. Um, the, what, what Pete says is starting to scare me a little bit, but uh, um, I'll probably combine what you two just said, and, and why not take Auburn up to 10.5 and, and then take that over-under down to 44 and take the over? And get double yeah. figures at home. Um, that might be one of my plays coming up here in just a little bit. I'm kind of see this happens. I should what I should do is I should write down my four plays and laminate that shit so I can't change it and then <laughs> go with it. So my um, Bo Nix uh, stats were you didn't they? That's the one thing I went back and looked at some numbers and man, I mean they scored 52 points last week against Sam. I don't even know who Sam is. Samford. Samford probably, but um, I mean they they only scored 14 against Georgia. They got a decent defense, but they 20 against Mississippi, LSU. They scored 20. Um, Arkansas, they scored 51, which everybody does. But, yeah, um, that's the one thing that kind of worries me. But I, I, w- I would lean Auburn. I'd love to get that line up a little bit more. I really think that it, Alabama's it's, this night line is as low as it is is because it's Alabama, but Tua being gone is, is something that, that hurts them big time. So, um, all right, uh, there's the Ohio State always beats Michigan. The line's down to, do you have nine now? Yeah, I've seen eight and a half as, as early as today it, or latest today. But uh, Michigan's yeah, been rolling. Michigan's been rolling. It's at the big house. Does it change at all this year? It just seems to me like just keep it simple and, and get Ohio State. I don't know if you want to lay the nine. If I would have told you three weeks ago that you got Ohio State minus nine, you'd, you'd jump on it in a heartbeat. Has, yeah. it, has that changed that much? I think what turned Michigan was that second half comeback against Penn State a handful of weeks ago, they and then ki- they blew they out Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame's yeah. good, and then I mean they haven't played really anybody since then. Actually, I thought Indiana might give them a little bit of a game, and Michigan just ran away with that one. Um, I still think Ohio State's you know the best team in the nation, so I would not go against them here. Um, the one I had Ohio State last week, they're up what twenty-one nothing against Penn State. Then just started fumbling the ball all over the place, and that game got kind of pushed out. But uh, yeah, to me, this is an. I could see where someone would take Michigan now that you're getting over a touchdown. This will be a, I'll be Ohio State in a tease. Will be my my play with them. When I look at this, the thing that worries me: take away Notre Dame, and I know that you can't because that's a very impressive forty-five fourteen just ass kicking. But besides that game. They're getting, they're feeling good about beating up on Maryland, beating up on Michigan State, which isn't a good football team, and then beating Indiana. Like if that's a, if, if you're playing basketball, Maryland, Michigan State, and Indiana, that's a good run in the basketball season. But those are those are basketball schools. Michigan State's a good program, and don't get me wrong, but not this year. So that with the fact that Ohio State, like you said, they're they're ready to roll up twenty one nothing. This game, I mean, if I had to play the points, I'd play Ohio State. But I'm going to put Ohio State in some type of teaser. I'll, I'll guarantee you that. Stroop, what do you got on this game? Okay, so you asked about the boxes. This checks all the boxes. Uh, Michigan, uh, I, I have them in power rankings better than 8.5. Um, there is 82% of the tickets on Ohio State, and obviously uh, we have a home dog. Um, that said, I am with all of you guys, and we are too far in the season to bet on Michigan. Um, Ohio State has every reason to continue to try and run away from this. I'm not going to mess with this game as it relates to the point spread. You'll hear my pick later on. Um, but uh, Michigan, if you're checking all the boxes, let's check them. Um, with that being said, Strooper, um, doesn't, and even Pete, doesn't that get back to the point where 
are we putting money on Shea Patterson against Ohio State's defense? Uh, not me. I mean, this is like I said, this is going to be one. I, I would feel all right taking the nine, but it, there's kind of a couple other teams I like, um, and I just feel like no- Ohio State's not losing the game, so they're a definite play in something. Ohio State's offense is really good, and, and Fields and the, the running back and all that kind of stuff. Their defense has top 15 picks everywhere. Yeah. Their top corners are probably top the five top picks. This, this next year. Yeah, probably. Chase Young. I want the Lions to lose every single game just to get Chase Young, and that's weird because you usually tank for quarterback. I mean, their defense is really good. Um, and, and Ohio State owns Michigan. So um, with that being said, let's move along and get to another f- a few more games before we give our, our final four plays. Uh, Stroop, the, uh, the original line for, for um, Iowa State was minus four and a half. It's now six and a half, or five and a half um, Kansas, at Kansas State. Kansas State's getting five and a half. We'll start with you because of your man crush on Brock Purdy. Um, despite on how good we think Iowa State is, they're just six and five on the season, which is crazy to even think about. They need this victory to get to seven wins. Um, they go to Kansas State. Your thoughts on 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 uh, your Cyclones, I guess. Well, if you're going to take them, you do what we've done in the past, and you and you go ahead and money line this or you tease it. Um, I don't think Iowa State loses the game. It's at K State. You were saying earlier when we were texting. You know, gosh, why are they laying that many points? And and I don't think K State's that good of a football team. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I haven't watched K State at all this year because I haven't. Um, but uh, but that that'd be my play. I'm not going to bet against Brock because he, he comes back. He even if they're losing, he he brings them back. Um, so I, I think that they win the game. College football's weird where if you think you think something, it's the same as all football is, but last week, so two weeks ago, Iowa State gets an emotional comeback victory over Texas, and then they almost lose to Kansas. I mean, that was a, they were losing in the fourth quarter to Kansas at, at home. Right. Um, with all that being said, too, like how impressive is beating, is, is beating Texas on a late field goal when you're at home? Like Texas isn't very good. And then barely beating Kansas. There's just some red flags with, with Iowa State, and it's five and a half points. If I had to play the game, if I was going to do it, I would take take the five and a half points and, and take the home team. It's a home favorite, and, and it's tough to tough place to play, too. I mean, that's, that's no joke going there either. So, Pete, your thoughts on the game? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I, I would lean towards taking the, the points with Kansas State. I don't think I'm going to play this game at all. Uh, one thing that numbers looking at so far, it looks like, Iowa State took some probable sharp money early on uh, to move that line, um, and just by the betting percentages, a lot of the a lot of the cash is on Iowa State, but not a, not a ton of the tickets for the for the ratio. So that's that'd be my my thought is if that kind of holds throughout the week. But early in the week, it looks like Iowa State took some money. And it's hard because sometimes the, I just look at this and try to figure out which teams I think is going to win. But a lot of people look at it with the, the, the public money and the, the house money and all that kind of stuff, Ticket money on tickets and all that kind of stuff. And this early in the week on a Tuesday doing this, there's not much of a tell on what's going on with things. So, um, yeah, that's the way I would look at it. One last game, Wisconsin-Nebraska, or Wisconsin-Minnesota. All year long, I banged the drum on Minnesota not being that good. The last two weeks, they haven't been that impressive. They lose in Iowa City, and they don't really hammer a Northwestern team that's not very good at all. Um, I kind, I want to just take the my, lay the two and a half and take Wisconsin, which is, the, I think, the better football team. Last time Minnesota had a home game, though, that place was rocking, and it's, it's a difference. I, I don't know where to go with this game. I haven't found anybody that I talk gambling with that, that has a good feel about it either. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, I think this game to me is a 50-50 toss-up. Uh, so taking getting two and a half points, I'd feel more comfortable with that. My my kind of first opinion was oh Wisconsin, but I I don't know. I don't know if that Wisconsin is that that great of a football team. I could see Minnesota winning this. Just like you said, at home home field advantage, getting points. This feels like a definite check in the boxes game. I actually just saw the line uh, within the last ten minutes here jump up to minus three for Wisconsin. So I'd really lean towards plus three or even just money line at plus one. 40, whatever it is. This is for the Big Ten West. This is basically the, the, the winner of this game gets to go get their asses kicked in Indianapolis by, by Ohio State. Your thoughts, uh, Stroop? Oh, yeah. Um, this is uh, checking all the boxes of the game, actually. Um, I know that we've said smoke and mirrors all year long. Well, I, I don't think Wisconsin's going to beat Minnesota. So um, I love the game, and, and I love Minnesota here, and you know what? I've kind of been right about Minnesota all year long, and if we went back and listened to all the podcasts, I've been right when I said they're going to cover, and when I said that Iowa would beat them handily, I, I meant that, and we did it, and so this week's no different, and, and I would actually um, make sure that I get on Minnesota. That sounds like somebody's going to make that a play, and I would probably. You're all right. I mean, you have had Minnesota figured out this year. You're gonna, you hate the tie, though, man. You can bet on the dude wearing a tie like that? I, I can bet. Oh, I, anybody that is a coach wearing a tie on the sidelines of football games shouldn't be a coach of football. So, so after this year and after we make money on Minnesota, he's going to go back to being mediocre and his team is, and we'll start again next year. But, yeah, wearing a tie on the sidelines is ridiculous. Um, one question that makes no sense to anybody listening to this podcast, but with, uh, the weekend that we're getting together, is that is – that, Championship Saturday? I think it is. Um, it's like December 4th. I assumed it was going to be kind of a dead college football week. I assumed it was, I mean, there's a lot of college basketball. It's going to be some, a uh, lot of low-end D1 teams, but that's <laughs> right up my alley. Um, okay, well, that being said, I will, um, since you guys did so miserable, and I'm not changing my picks no matter what, so I don't care if you like it or not, um, let's do our, our four-pack of plays, and since... Uh, st- Pete is overly due to win one of these after drawing the donut last week. We'll we'll go with Pete first. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna start out like I said. I was gonna throw Ohio State into a tease. I'm gonna absolutely kick myself at uh, twelve thirty or one o'clock on Saturday. I'm gonna take Illinois and Ohio State in a tease. Uh, drop in Ohio State. I think that would get them to two and a half in Illinois, right around the same or two two and a half somewhere in that boat but both will be under three there. Um, the other game for college, and this is just a straight numbers play, and right, I don't know that it's going to change that much from now until Thursday. Uh, Thursday night, I'm taking Mississippi plus three, minus 120 over Mississippi State. A um, lot of the cash right now on Mississippi and versus the, with the ratio with the ticket, so lean towards Ole Miss in that one. Um, NFL-wise, Bears minus three. Um, God, I mean, you're going, I, I just, over, you're going over the bridge at feel, one o'clock in the morning. I just feel, it. I just feel like you have to, you have to do it, right? I mean, I don't know what if Driscoll can't play. Like, like I said earlier, I don't think it was going to matter if Driscoll plays, just because it's their second time seeing him. But if he can't play, I mean, this line is going to be six and a half. It's, it has to be if they play some guy who's never stepped foot on an NFL field before. Um, just how it did when Driscoll came and when Stafford got hurt, that line 
went bananas that morning. So to me, the Bears are just, it's a value right now at three. And yeah, they might feel like they still have something to play for, whereas Detroit is right now, Detroit fans are hoping they lose, realistically. My second one, um, this one's going to be a little more riskier. I'm probably going out on too much of a, a ledge here. NFL just there's a lot. Don't of talk team, it up too much. A lot of teams just uh, just screaming teasers in in the NFL, which is a little bit scary this week. But uh, really, just I'm betting against a teams that need wins and teams that are bad. So it'll be a seven point tease. Philadelphia they play at Miami. They'll be down to two and a half. Uh, Carolina they are at home against Washington, which I think uh, Haskins is the worst quarterback in the NFL. So I'll take Carolina minus the three there. And then Kansas City also minus three at home against Oakland in the three o'clock games. Um, Oakland, I don't, I don't know. That's going to be a tough bounce back. At, and Gruden called them out. Kansas City, uh, seven and four, really can't afford to lose a home game to Oakland. They, they'd go to it. They'd be tied record-wise. So those three teams I feel comfortable with as needing wins and facing teams that uh, kind of heading in the wrong direction. So I'll, plus plus one thirty on that. I'll one. tell you what, I'll pl- I'm playing that. That's a very good parlay. I'm not. That's not one of my parlays, but I'll I will easily jump on board. I, I like the the rationale behind all that. Strooper, give me your six pack play or your four pack. Heck, if you want to give me six, I don't care. Yeah. So I'm just going to give you some alternatives to play. Let's put it that way. Um, and by the way, you can use teases. Uh, you can use mine. You can move them together. Whatever. Um, I have Ohio State minus two and a half, so I, I'm going to try State enough to to cover a two and a half point spread. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tease them with Iowa. That's going to be a pick. Um, I think uh, I think Iowa wins a football game. So that that's my first play. Um, I was super excited about it. I'm still excited about it. Minnesota, uh, we're going to buy the hook there. If if you if you do see the line at two and a half points. Uh, make sure you buy it up to three. That way we don't get screwed. Um, but but I, I love Minnesota here. That's going to be my play of the week. Um, and then we get into, and, and you start to, I guess we're, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'm going to tease the Bears in the over. I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Um, if, if you tease the Bears, you can get yourself probably close to three points. Uh, that, that's what I have it at right now. Uh, Bears plus three and the over 32 and a half. If these teams cannot get over 32 and a half, and I get that Detroit doesn't have a quarterback, but the Bears can score some points, and then you <laughs> add in uh, some defensive points, possibly 32 is not very many. Um, so that's that's my third play. And then we, I just keep rolling with the Pats. I, I talked about it. We're going to go with the Patriots uh, minus three points. Um, and those are my four. I like it. You know what? I I will say this too. I will be doing your Minnesota play. I have just fi- talked I, you right into it. I know, but I have I have like a, a like a calm like both of those your parlay and and ad, and the Minnesota play. I just have a good feeling about both of them, so I'm going to go with those. Here are my four plays. Um, remember, I'm seven and one on my last date, so fade if you'd like to. Um, we will start on Thanksgiving. I'm going to be the idiot. I'll put it out there. It just makes too much sense. Um, you can tease it, you can money line it, but it's Dallas and it's New Orleans. It and who's, do double down on New Orleans if you have to in the second game. If the for some reason if Dallas Dallas pisses down their leg, but if Dallas doesn't win this football game, they're in a lot of trouble. I mean, they they need to win this game, and um, I, 
it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving. It's a tradition. I, I used to always love the Lions on Thanksgiving, so I'll go with that one for my, my Thanksgiving Day game. College football-wise, I'm going to do another 14 Moneyline Parlay. I did one last week. We did it. We split up between two days, and it all worked out well. But I'm going to start with Ohio State. Ohio State Moneyline, I think they beat Michigan. I'm not worried about it. I like Memphis this week. They're 11-point favorites against Cincinnati. I think that's a Friday game. Memphis is at home. It's for the conference championship. I like Memphis to win that football game as well. I think Florida absolutely beats the piss out of Florida State. I I thought about laying that. that that's where um, uh, a, a, a friend of mine. I can't. Um, came in with a. He wanted me to do the bald ass, bald the bald badass. I keep on forgetting his name. Kind of wanted me to just lay the the eighteen and a half or the eighteen points with Florida. Florida State's terrible. It's at Florida, and I think Florida continues to to pile on Florida State, especially when it comes to recruiting in the state and all that kind of stuff. I didn't like the number 18s a lot, so I'm going to toss that in to the parlay as well. And then the last team in that parlay is Baylor. They play Kansas. Baylor played really well last week against Texas. They, they're a good football team. We haven't bought into them all year. They're not losing to Kansas. I'm pretty sure that game's at home as well. Oh, it's at Kansas. Oh boy! But with that being said, they just got to cut. They Still just got to win. They're fourteen. Yeah, right they just now. they just got to win. So those are the four plays: Memphis, Ohio State, Florida, and Baylor. And if you do that, you'll get minus one hundred. You'll get even money. So um, those are your four plays for your college one. Um, so the other college play I'm going to do, I was going to do Auburn plus three and a half. I agree with Adam and the over. So I'm going to do a tease with that. I'm going to get Auburn. I'm doing the six and a half. I might as well do a, a six and a half point tease so I can get that up to 10 points for Auburn. And then I can also get that down to 43 and a half and take the over. So it'll be Auburn plus 10 and a half and over 43 and a half is the game in the Iron Bowl. That's my bet with that one. And last but not least, I'm going to kick myself if I don't do it. So the Colts minus two and a half. I will buy the, that hook down. And I'll get them to two and I a see, half. I see them at two and a half right now. Beautiful. Site, so. so it's minus two and a half. We will take the Colts, and, and hopefully we, they, they do me well um, in the game on Sunday. So those are my four plays. Um, we will put them all on our Twitter. So make sure you're following that at QC Sports Bet is the Twitter handle for that. Make sure you're subscribing to the podcast. Um, the numbers are going back up again. As it's weird. The more winners we give out, the more the more listeners we get. So make sure you're listening. Make sure you give us some feedback as well. And uh, if you're one of the casinos listening, um, our services are up for grabs coming up the second weekend of December when we're all sitting here gambling. Um, bottom line is your casino is going to make money if you invite us because we plan on gambling. So um, with that being said, we hope everybody has a happy Thanksgiving um, and enjoy a bunch of great great football also be checking out the twitter as well because we'll be the twitter i just turned into a 50 year old man check <laughs> out twitter as well because we'll be putting up our college basketball plays um throughout the week as as the college basketball season gets rolling as well so guys have a great thanksgiving we'll see you back here next week on dazzo and the degenerates save on cox internet when you add cox mobile and get fiber powered internet at home and unbeatable 5g reliability on the go so whether you're playing a game at home yes, cool. or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.